they're trailblazers. They're prominent. And like all of us, they all have a story to tell. They are real South Africans on Face to Face with Success. Brought to you by Nashua. Saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. This is Face to Face with Success. I'm Charlotte Kilbane. This week, we're talking to a man who's the idol of teenage sports fans across the nation and the secret crush of a good couple of them, too. He's none other than Stormers captain Sia Colisi. A man with a gift for rugby and a humility that doesn't often go along with the kind of talent he displays. His beginnings were humble, to say the least. Raised poor in Zwide Township, rugby was a lifeline to him. Basically, my whole family, all the men in my family played rugby, but I was the first one to make it properly out of rugby. I tried soccer and other stuff, didn't work, and then I started playing rugby when I was about eight or nine, and I really fell in love with it, and I used to go to school, finish my homework at school, and then go home and change, and then go straight to rugby training. So I never had like a normal kid life where my friends were out there. And it took me out a lot of things, because I saw my friends using stuff while we were young and stuff, you know, and like when I went to training, it was my happy place. When I finished, it was like night time already, so all I had to do is go home, eat dinner and go to bed and go to school again. So I kind of stayed with that and I trained every day. You know, there's not a lot of things to look up to in the township or things you can do. So I kept on training and, you know, I always believe in opportunity in life, you know, and finally my opportunity came when I was playing against another township school and we lost by 50 points, but then the coach was like, you know what, I see something in you, come to my school next year. And it was the middle of the year, it was like June holidays, and I left my bags at my old school and I went in the middle of the year. And the teacher said, I was expecting you next year, I'm like, I'm ready now, I want to come now. And luckily it was EP trials, I made the EP and the 12B team for the first time. And there was a great teacher there and he spotted two guys from my school. And then my coach said, if you take those two, you have to take this one or you can't get anyone. So I was kind of forced into going to Gray. And since then, I've just believed that I would make because I went to Gray and I th- you had everything. You could dream of anything you want to be. So I started dreaming differently. I started seeing myself making it. And yeah, from then on, I just kept on making it in rugby and, and making the provincial team, the South African teams. And yeah, so I haven't looked back since. Getting spotted and getting a place at the prestigious Grey College was a turning point for Sia. But for all the opportunity it afforded him, it was also a very challenging transition. I had to use what I had in the township. And I did. I went to training. Whatever they had, I used. And then when I went to Gray, man, I, it was different, you know. And I was from a different background. And I get to Gray and I see all these boys who are talking about being doctors, something I never thought of, you know what I mean? And then I saw the sportsman. I was like, you know what? I don't want to be famous, but I know I can make it in rugby. And I can be a doctor because I've got the good education here. And I had to learn the tough way because I couldn't speak a word of English. And, you know, when I got to Gray, I, yeah, it was amazing for me. It was, I used to run away from all the, like, the, the white boys who wouldn't speak English. You know, it was funny to think about it now. But then, after a while, I was like, you know what, i got to embrace this opportunity. A lot of people would, like, do anything to have this opportunity. And then I became friends with the guys. I started talking broken English. They would laugh at me, but they would fix me at the same time. So... I saw it as a great opportunity and I took it and, you know, I took it by my stride and it got better every week for me. There was someone there, a mate of mine, my best friend, who was my best man at my wedding. He taught me, he used to do 
helped me with my homework every night and teach me English and then I used to teach him a bit of Tosa. And with guys like that always speaking life to me and, and the teachers are positive at all times. They're telling you you can be whatever you want to be. And you have all the equipment, what you want to train for. The school, like if you want to be a doctor, there's like proper science teachers and everything like that. And you're learning stuff in English, which is a language that you need to go anywhere in the world. So there was lots of opportunity, but I chose uh, this route. C is a striking figure. He's tall and leonine and very good looking. We meet at the Cape Talk studios in Cape Town and he's mobbed virtually the moment he arrives. But Sia greets everyone. He poses for selfies. He chats to the sports journalists. He's just an all-round nice guy. No airs, no graces, no arrogance at all. I ask him if the mythology around him, kind of the township boy who became an international rugby star, makes him feel excessively pressured. I see it actually as motivation because I feel like all kids in my situations, and it could be black, white, coloured or whatever, there's someone in my city that's in the same situation as me, doesn't matter the colours. And for them to look at me and say, you know what, I can also make it if you can make it, that's my goal. And my goal is to inspire as many people as I can. Hence why I always give back to the township, I go back to my old school. And I tell those kids, I was sitting where you're sitting, you can make it. And you know, when you're that young, you're not poor, your family's poor. Because you haven't started working, you haven't had the opportunities. But when opportunities come, you got to take it. That's why you got to prepare yourself by doing your schoolwork, by going to training every day if you have to, you know. Just be prepared and be ready when the opportunity comes and you, you, you'll be ready and you, you will take it. Just always find, in whatever situation, always find the positive out of it. And you must always try and use whatever struggle you have to motivate you to get out of it, to, to be somebody. And for a lot of kids, if you don't get the support from home, go to school. For I find the teacher, there's always be someone out there that's going to give you positives and it's going to find the best out of you and keep yourself around people that want what you want or they're working on their own path but you know it's the way you want to be and don't be afraid to be the light amongst your friends don't be scared to go the different route and show your friend the different route you know you don't want to be following everything even if you know it's wrong even if sometimes you get lonely because your friends are going this way and you want to go that way at the end of the day they will see and they will come in all your friends will fall out that don't see what you want to see Rugby's a big business, and when you're as good as Sia is, it can be really lucrative. It's also very insecure. One injury can end it all, and no career lasts forever. You know, when I was, when I was younger, in my beginning days, I never thought of like, being successful in sport, obviously. I thought I would be a doctor and everything like that, but it didn't go according to plan. And then when I was, I think, 15, I decided, okay, rugby is where I want to go. That's when I started becoming, well, like, realizing that I actually can make it out of rugby. And, you know, when you're that young, you don't think that far, like, what's going to happen afterwards. But now that I'm playing, I realize that I don't have so many years ahead of me with rugby. So I'm trying to look after myself as much as I can and my family and then try and do stuff while I'm playing rugby, you know. We are in the, in, in the limelight and people would like to work with us, so I'm trying to use rugby as much as I can so that I have stuff after rugby because it does become a problem for some people where you get stuck in this bubble that you're playing rugby. The day you retire, you've got nothing, then it can run down on you afterwards. So I'm trying as much as I can to do stuff while I'm playing rugby. I'm into fashion, to be quite honest. I like clothes. I would love to make clothes or get into business, whatever, but... If I could start making my own clothes, that would be the ultimate for me after rugby. I've started now making my own underwear, um, working with Jockey. 
me and my, one of my rugby mates, he stopped playing rugby so he could work on the Andy business with me. It's made in South Africa, obviously by South African people, and we get inspiration from South Africa. Like we have patterns, Tosa patterns, we have the protein flower, and we use stuff, we want to put stuff on the Andy, like the prints, but people that are used to, like we have emojis on one of them, everybody uses WhatsApp and they know what emojis are. So what does success mean to this giant of a man? You know, when you're younger, you all think about, you know, I don't have this, I don't have that, I want to have that, you know, I want to have these cars, I want to have money, I want to have big homes. For me now, I just want to look after my family, because as I'm a young father, I'm looking for after my brother and sister. My success is to inspire other people and help as many people as I can, you know, in the process. I don't want to be playing and making everything for myself and not giving anything back, you know. I will determine my success by the time like I finish everything but how many people have inspired and how many people have helped. You've been listening to Face to Face with Success with me, Charlotte Kilbane. Join us next time for more stories of South African success. Visit thesolutionslab.co.za to listen to more real South African success stories. Brought to you by Nashua. Saving you time, saving you money, putting you first.